I'm Sam. And I'm Cam. And this is uh, Sam and Cam, airing of grievances. Airing grievances. Sam Episode and Cam. Episode 2? 2.5, uh, 1.5, uh, something like that. Yeah. Three. Better knows? audio this time, hopefully. Yeah, there was uh, an error or problem, I guess, in the middle of our last one, but it's okay. The content. We, s- we switched there. from radio to podcast. Better audience. Better audience. More educated. Mm-hmm. A lot more uh, our audience, I'd have to say. Yeah, I do have a problem where, uh, with the radio in general, actually, if this is what we want to start with. It's hard uh, being a student, like I grew up in Atlanta, and then I moved to Greenville for school, and yeah. all my car presets are messed up, right? Yeah. And then I have no clue what radio stations. I guess I could Google it, like what radio stations should scan. I listen to? There's a scan function on your car. I don't think my car has a scan function yeah, all the cars way that have a your scan car has a scan no, function. No, they all do. Mine just goes from... Uh, it's like uh, it's an, and it doesn't. It's not necessarily a button that says scan, but they all have like a track, and it like skips. It gives you like I think six seconds on a radio yeah. show. I think mine just goes from uh, the whenever I try and do it, like seek or whatever. Yeah, it just goes from one of my presets to the next preset, the next preset. Hmm. My car. Next I time know. I ride with you, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, but I have a problem with the radio because it's just I don't know. Like, you have to tune in. And, like, imagine, how do you think how I feel going from Atlanta to Chattanooga to Greenville? Mm-hmm. I bet I it's, know, it's yeah. hard. It's I hard know, to find uh, good I think radio stations. 90.1 is South Carolina Public Radio here. Mm-hmm. That's the only radio I station I end up listening to a lot of NPR just because of it. Yeah, because it's the easiest to find. Yeah, exactly. It's some. I, I, I listen to some weird stuff. <laughs> weird stuff on the road. I love um, All Things Considered. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. Uh, wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 99% Invisible. That. I don't know that one, but ah, it's good. I'm a big oh. podcast guy myself. Yeah, I've been like trying to get more into podcasts. A lot pocket of good cast value. This is not this podcast is not available on Pocket Cast. Mm-hmm. But is that how you know you've made it when you're on Pocket? I think so. Yeah, because like we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. Spotify. Like we're on some other. We're on iTunes. We are on iTunes. Mm. Some people with Apple Music keep asking me if they can listen to it. On they Apple can, Music, and I tell them now. <laughs> we should just tell them they can't. I guess so. Yeah, Apple just music exclude is. Apple Music. Mm. Apple Music and uh, podcast, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. are two separate apps. Though is a problem. Mm. So they'd have to pull up like the podcast yeah, app yeah, on I their phone. That. It's interesting to listen to us. Um, so I don't know if they could. I don't know if they couldn't. They probably knows. have to pull up a separate app. So uh, this Monday was uh, Martin Luther King. This past weekend was Martin Luther yeah. King weekend. And on Monday, Furman students do this thing where they uh, have the opportunity to volunteer at uh, local charities and sites and do service. So instead of a day off, it's a day on. Day of uh, service. Day of service. And so for student government, we had to go to uh, – we all decided to go to the same site called Soteria. It's a cool thing. It helps, like uh, – uh, people who are had been convicted of crimes uh, kind of get back into society, help them find jobs, uh, and they do development projects. And so we ended up going to some warehouse that w- had been kind of demolished, and we did the rest of the demolitions. And there was so much in the air, like yeah. drywall, particles, stuff like that. There were no masks. Uh, we were, I mean, tearing down walls, and <laughs> then the wall would cause a... a, a huge cloud of dust and drywall to go up we were breathing it in the whole time and my throat has been just on fire ever since Monday. is there fiberglass or uh insulation oh yeah that's you it's fiberglass so it sucks yeah so one summer 
I um had to replace I worked like I guess for my uncle with my uncle mm-hmm. for my uncle my mm-hmm. cousin and I worked for my uncle and it's not like he owns a construction business or anything mm-hmm. but let me just all we did and like people he knew like he knew these people like in their houses and we just replaced uh insulation that uh and we would pull out old insulation and replace it with like newer insulation and we very rarely wore masks mm-hmm. we uh i never wore gloves mm. wore shorts all the time and you were crawling around in insulation all the time <laughs> and so like i got used to the cuz like so in insulation it's these tiny tiny little pieces of fiberglass mm-hmm. and they they get in your lungs and like they scratch your throat and everything like yeah. that but they also just itch your mm. hands and your legs yeah because it gets yeah. stuck in there and you just can't get it out so you're just constantly having to itch at your legs and your hands that sounds like like the world's shittiest origin story for a super villain <laughs> <laughs> fiberglass man. Bo- born in fiberglass yeah. i mean he'd probably be insulation. like mentally tough yeah for sure like he'd be a he'd hard be honestly low-key cool super villain you know yeah somebody ever it's like a deadpool super villain though like everybody laughs yeah, at yeah, him yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah. like he does some sick shit and you're like oh man oh, oh, he like, shoots fiberglass from his hands yeah. like, and everyone's like is that a real superpower <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we'll watch the movie anyways because we like superheroes it's, so. like if he's if he cast like ryan, ryan reynolds or like someone mm-hmm. funny enough right like, people yeah. will go people see will it. watch it yeah uh, you, did you watch deadpool you're not a big oh yeah superhero I, person, i'm not you? i'm not i kind of am i used to be into comic books when i was younger um I've always been into it. I, I'm. It's more of about. Of you were in comic books when you were. Younger. I know, right? And then I'm much less into like watching movies in general than I am not into superhero movies. But the superhero movies tend to have this pitfall where you have to watch. Now I need to watch like 47 days. I don't think that's true. Content. I don't. There's think like that's true. to watch like the Avengers series I don't, now. See, I don't think that's true though. And they're all three hours long. Yeah, it's like, when long. do I have the time to sit down and watch? But, like, you can sit down and watch Spider-Man. And, like, you might miss a couple of the nuances or subtleties in the movie. Yeah. I but mean, overall, sure you're going to understand the plot. Yeah. Like, they're their own, they're, they're own individual movies. If I'm going to commit that much time to it, I might as well do it right, right? Um, my roommate, Riley Taylor, and I had... I know you know who my roommate is, mm-hmm. but right. for everyone else. to explain for the listeners at home. Yeah. Um... The listeners that don't know us, right? <laughs> um, yeah, we got like uh, forty or fifty thousand streams on our last uh, first podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I think we'll make it big. I think so too. This could become our day job. We turned down a couple sponsorship deals. <laughs> Joe Rogan wanted to pick us up. We, turned dude, it I away. think we should be featured on the Joe Rogan Experience. I think Joe Rogan should be featured, featured on, on Sam and Gam. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that's how you know you've made it when Joe Rogan asked to uh, feature you on the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, it could be. Um, but you're saying Riley Taylor. Riley Taylor and I had this discussion, which do we think was the better Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire or Tom Holland? Mm -hmm. And they were overwhelmingly uh, Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland is the better Spider-Man. Riley thought Tobey Maguire. I wholeheartedly disagreed. Mm. Tom, I know you don't know anything about this. No, I do. I I did watch the the new Spider-Man. He's absolutely better Spider-Man. He is what Spider-Man is supposed to be. It was Homecoming, right? Yeah, that's a good one. With Zendaya... Yeah, and that the, one, that the one, one with the guy who flies—I forget what the, the bad guy's his name was. The bird, the raven—I don't know, something like that. Oh yeah, and that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I liked Tom Holland. I also liked Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire was just like he was goofy, but like I think Tom Holland, like I don't know, he was just like maybe a, I'm partial. He, to he played a good too. character of like young Spider-Man. 
Who? Tom Holland? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's what Spider-Man is. Right. But Thanks. I think Tom Holland just did a better job. Yeah. Of being I agree. a young Peter Parker. Tom Holland's just so goofy, too. Yeah. If you uh, had to have like yourself, like your your life, mm-hmm. cast in a movie, who would play you? Who would play me? Not you, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Not me. Not me. I think uh, Seth Rogen could do a good job. Really? Yeah. Or uh, you think you're funny enough for Seth Rogen? I wonder if Seth Rogen's funny enough for me. <laughs> of course, you would say something like that. Or Will <laughs> Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I could see Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone that's like not really fun. like right. requires a niche crowd. Niche taste. Adam Sandler would Adam be Sandler. ideal. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, did you? I, I. Oh man, I shouldn't bring up. Keep bringing up movies with you. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Um, I did not see it, but I've it was heard, interesting. I've heard good things. I've heard mixed things. My parents walked out. And they watch a lot of movies. They yeah. just, but they're also kind of old. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> they're kind of old. And they were like, oh, it was just a lot of like moving around and a lot of like cringiness. And that yeah. kind of just turned them off of it. Huh. But then like the younger people I know that saw it really enjoyed it. I'm interested to see. Yeah. But I'm actually a huge Adam Sandler fan. So a buddy of mine, when I was growing up, he uh, had this like beautiful house. Mm-hmm. Um, needless to say, he was you know. He had a beautiful house. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was well to do. His parents were well to do. Mm-hmm. And uh but Adam Sandler was filming a movie in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And he lived on Lake Lanier, a bit outside Atlanta. But Adam Sandler stayed at his house <laughs> uh while he was filming that like some movie. I forget what movie it was. Mm-hmm. But um they That's pretty cool took Adam Sandler out on like their boats and everything. Yeah. And just had like a day on the water with Adam Sandler. That's fun. That's it, fun. It was insane. Adam Sandler also just like brings his boys <laughs> to do like every movie. Like you know the uh what was it, grown ups? Yeah. What's that blonde guy? Yeah, he I'm horrible with the names of actors, which yeah. I think is one of the reasons that I don't watch more movies. movies. Uh is because I just don't get the same out of it as a lot of other people. Yeah, that's fair. It was just like that blonde guy. It was just like all his boys are always like in the same, in the same movies, movies with him. Yeah. All the funny guys. Quote, unquote, funny, funny Quote guys. Quote, unquote, funny guys. What? Oh, a movie I love, like an old classic movie. Um, what is the one with the the two cops? What's it called? Desk Pop. Um, a- Adam Mark Sandler's Wahlberg. Name? No. Uh, Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, and Will Fer- Will Ferrell. Uh, oh, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> I don't watch enough movies to know. Luckily, our uh, executive producer is gonna look it up for us while we're uh, chatting. I find myself that I just get too distracted. I have really bad ADD. And the I other can't guys, sit still the other guys, the other guys. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was such funny. a good movie. I just find I get too distracted too easily. I can't sit still. Have you seen um? Oh, what's that show called? I think you should leave. No, I have not. I've been told I should watch it. Oh, I've heard so it's very funny. good. It's just bits. Tim Robinson, was, he was a writer for SNL. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bunch of bits that didn't get make the cut for yeah. SNL. Okay. So it's a much more niche crowd. And my friends and I have all agreed it's not funny to watch. But it's it funny is, to quote. It is so funny to quote. That's like the best kind of bit. Oh. The best kind of bit. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Because like, and there's just such a diverse amount of bits in there where you can just quote it in almost anything. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'll it's, have to check it out. Yeah, you should. It's a funny show. And it keeps your attention. It's yeah. quick. And each episode feels like it's half an hour, but they're only like 18 minutes. Mm. So it's a TV show. Like it's a real TV show. I thought it was like a YouTube series. No, it's on Netflix. Wow. I 
think you should leave. I think you should leave. Quick plug to those 40,000 listeners. Hmm. I, I think you should leave. Our first sponsor of our podcast. I think you should leave. <sighs> Man. When are we going to get Pabst Blue Ribbon on in on this? Right? They really, I mean, they just have not been responding to my emails. It's Maybe kinda, I need to reach kinda out. Kind of disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Probably. probably. As soon as that, you know, I, w- I walk in with my hat to the meeting, they'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. this guy's serious. Yeah, they're like, oh, man. It's a big PBR guy. <laughs> I think they could just look at us and say, oh, <laughs> big Big PBR guys. I asked my professor today if he'd get a beer with me on my 21st birthday because that's when I have his exam. And he told me that I was nowhere close to being able to do that with him. Was, was it Dr. Granin? Yeah, it was. Figures. Who also bailed on me for Wing Wednesday today. I'm supposed to... Um, he didn't bail on me, I, but he never responded to me. I'm not sure I should say this on the air. <laughs> I am supposed to go with another student and a faculty member. I'm not going to say where or his name because mm-hmm. he could get in trouble, but um, to Salsa's yeah. at some point this semester. And I told him that he we should go soon so that way I could give him a, get him a ride home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be, oh man, I just, there's so many cool professors here that I would love to yeah. sit down and have water with. Yeah, yeah, uh, honestly. Today, um, they asked who's under well, 21 yeah. in our, our group of students. <laughs> And in the uh, block, yeah, in the block, and, and five of us raised our hand. I was like, "Oh man, like, I guess we're going. Like, where are we going? <laughs> I need to know." And then I found out it was just it was purely for uh, they determined that you are an adult at the age of twenty one, and it costs ten dollars. Yeah, to go to our field trip next weekend, I think to BMW, and it costs ten dollars to do it, versus if you're under twenty one, it costs five dollars. Lucky for you, it only costs five dollars. Right. Well, they're paying for it anyways. Oh. Mm-hmm. You should have said you were twenty-one. I know. Right? Ma- made Furman pay a little bit more. Right. Could be. I think they'd probably. Uh, uh, there's definitely some legal paperwork that I need to fill <laughs> out. I um, got the opportunity to go bowling in the White House. Really? Yeah. Um, so did you win like a raffle or something? Or? No. Um, my sister's boyfriend interned for. The executive branch mm. um, over one summer. That's cool. And at being as an intern for the executive branch, you have the opportunity to bowl in the White House. Mm-hmm. And he got to bring some guests with him. Mm-hmm. So my sister was like, hey, do you want to go? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go. Yeah, so hell I, yeah, I want to go <laughs> bowl at the White House. I flew up to Washington, D.C. <laughs> to get bowling at the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my sister's boyfriend was like, well, we got to bring some beer to go bowling the white house and now at the time i was this was i was a freshman in college okay and i was not 21 yeah right and i uh there's like it's surprising the like amount but also lack of security because i had to like <laughs> fill out some forms beforehand right right they did like do a couple background checks or whatever but you like, still bought like a 30 rack of beer into the white house <laughs> yeah right? and i was so i'm walking in white house security and there's like three stages to security um but it's like all metal detectors and stuff. And yeah. Like all they do is they like just check my like I could have used a fake ID. Yeah. But they just check my ID and I was obviously not twenty one, and they said nothing. They I carried a twelve pack of beer in. Dude, you do. I think you get a presidential pardon like immediately. If I yeah, I, I imagine you know. Well, I feel like especially from like. Donnie would just be like, ah, he's a boy. He's bringing a twelve pack in. Oh, I like beer. Yeah, yeah. he likes beer. Can you imagine doing that, and then you can never get convicted of underage possession again? I don't think that that's how pardoning yeah. works. 
No. Yes. I think you just get pardoned a single crime. No, I had a family. I don't think it's a free <laughs> family I, member get pardoned. Yeah. So, um, this was, and this was years, like years ago. So I have a lot of family in South South Georgia, Manchester area. Mm-hmm. Um, more specifically, Warm Springs. Yeah, Warm Springs, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, where FDR had who had polio. Um, yeah. would go and get his polio treatments because mm-hmm. it's like there's like hot springs there. Okay. And there's this place there called like the Little White House. Now, when FDR was in Georgia, he would love to get moonshine. Uh, and so my family members also were moonshiners. Happened to uh, make moonshine, which is illegal. Which, yeah, Correct. at the time was illegal. And it still is. They get pardoned in order for them to make and moonshine. Well, they. FDR would buy it, and that was that. And then all of a sudden, FDR's moonshine suppliers got thrown in jail. Mm. And for moonshining? For moonshining. Mm. <laughs> and FDR said, I don't really like that too much, and granted them a presidential pardon. <laughs> That's awesome. And <laughs> from that point on, they could never be convicted of moonshining again. Wow. Because, you know, it's this whole double jeopardy thing. Well, can't that's be convicted not how double jeopardy works. It can't be convicted of the same crime twice. You you can be convicted of the oh, same crime. Oh, if it's crime. different times? If it's different times. Ah. But you can't, well, be tri- I guess you can't be tried for the same crime twice. The same exact crime. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, I guess the local Warm Springs police figured it out. But I imagine that the local out. Warm Springs police said, well, if FDR is pardoning these moonshiners, we <laughs> yeah. probably shouldn't arrest him again. That's fair. Yeah. But no, that'd be crazy if you got pardoned of like a murder <laughs> and you were just allowed to it's like Commer- yeah. commit murder yeah right. now you're right that would not work maybe that's just what they do with the billionaires <laughs> they just give them pardons for everything pardons for murder i mean they all know each other um you watch bojack the- horseman no nah. there's a great bit in there where it's like uh they basically they replicate the walt disney corporation and they have this billionaire who's a whale because all the people they're people and animals in bojack horseman hence bojack horseman and um they the whale is like, if you cross me, I'll kill you. And they were like, you can't just, I have that on recording. And he goes, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm a billionaire. And they're like, what does that mean? He's like, I can kill you. And he's like, what do you mean you can't, you can't just kill someone because you have a billion dollars. And he's like, this is the law right here that says I can kill people if you have a billion dollars. That was very relevant to our society. Um, I heard Walt Disney was kind of a jerk. Yeah. I think is that I true? It, I think so too. Do you remember the name of that TV show? It was like Walt Disney's Brain or something. They uh, freeze Walt Disney's brain, and then some oh, yeah. kid gets into a car accident or something, and they put Walt Disney's brain inside, and then he can see cartoon I, characters. I think he actually is cryogenically frozen. Uh, he is, yeah. They froze his brain. It's crazy. Why? We're never going to put it in someone? Right. I guess maybe they were like, we're, maybe we one day the technology uh, will be there. But like, if we got to freeze someone's, like, why him? Oh, dude, because he, he had – it's like the billionaire argument <laughs> all over again. Yeah, but he brought us – like there's other billionaires whose brains I'd rather save. Yeah? Yeah. Name three. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos? Isn't he also like a – Jeff Bezos was a good businessman, right? But I yeah. don't think he was the creative genius I'm that not they saying, think Walt Disney was. But he's creative in a different sense. He's creative in a much more applicable sense. Yeah, true. I'd rather have applied billionaires. Applied billionaires. <laughs> like a, a applied uh, – brilliance i guess mm-hmm. rather than creative that's fair. Ah, creative is important i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say that but i see where you're coming from them i, I think sense. they contribute like people like jeff bezos and right. that such they contribute they more to yeah. yeah um 
so we had a hot topic of discussion uh, on our first episode. I, well, I had something else going off the uh, the FGR moonshine. Oh, you went bowling in the White House. You, I think that was the end of that story. Yeah, no, it was something. Uh, I don't matter. I'll yeah. think of it later. Walt Disney being mean. Yeah, mm, that's about it. You see, there was a movie with him, and uh, was it the Mary Poppins story or whatever? I think I some one of my friends was actually watching that recently, and I was like, interesting. Why was your friend watching? Uh, that's that's like a movie I watched with my parents. They were with their no parents. Ah. <laughs> the parents were there. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cameron and I have fundamental disbeliefs on something, which is uh, disagreement, not disbeliefs. I have a belief you don't. I don't know what you really what argument you're making there, but um, <laughs> I believe that Cameron is inclined to uh, believe in ghosts. You say that we, you and I, have fundamental disbeliefs. I have a belief you don't. We have a dis- disagreement, disagreement on, on our beliefs. beliefs. Yes, yes, yeah. that makes. I don't clarifying. Disbelief. That's like an adjective. That's not even. A, no, it's not. Like someone is in a state of disbelief. Uh, they. I, I don't know. Grammar not really my thing. I kind of just feel it out. <laughs> if it sounds right. I go with it. I think being. In disbelief of something is the amount of times I say words and nobody corrects me on like how I'm using it is just like astonishing. And I wonder if they genuinely don't know either what it means, uh, or if they're just afraid to t- yeah, call me an idiot. Until you hang out with me and then I start. But to I wish the that time. they would just call me an idiot and tell me that I'm making a fool out of myself. But uh, you wanted to tell us about your uh, mm. Other my, go- my ghost stories. Your ghost stories. So, as I mentioned earlier, um, I went to boarding school. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. My boarding school was... Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Was, uh, ooh. It was on a ridge, and it, it was an old military school. It was not a military school when I went there. I was not a troubled child. My parents did not send me to military school, although maybe they should have. I don't know. Um... And so there have been people that like, and there was also a civil war battle that took place on the ridge mm-hmm. where I went to school, which is called the Battle of Missionary Ridge. I went to school on Missionary Ridge. Okay. Um, and so one night, I think it was 3.32 a.m., um, 3.33 maybe. Mm, could uh, be. Yeah. It was one of the two. And uh, sure I was in 3.31. I'm 900% sure. <laughs> um, I was in my friend Bailey Nelson in his room. And who was his roommate? Russell Nibs. Um, and so our building had like two and a half stories. There was a third floor. But it was like three steps up. It was called the Annex. Yeah. Right. So I was in their room and we were just like, it was near final. So we were like studying and also just like hanging out like. Mm-hmm. kind of procrastinating finals what's mm-hmm. new and uh so we're i'm walking back i'm about to go to bed and i'm walking down the hall and i see coming from the other end of the hall a um a figure of some kind uh-huh. and it was like semi-transparent um <laughs> like a ghost, right? Yeah, what people might describe a ghost as. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I, I see. I don't know. I be- continue. Continue. I don't continue. know if I I'm not. In I'm ghosts. not discrediting you based on the fact that you saw a stereotypical ghost. Because I mean, we no, would have to get a stereotype on what a ghost would look like. I wasn't, somehow, right? But it wasn't like a stereotypical ghost. Like when I watch a movie, I was like, "That's not what I saw." Yeah. Um. 
it was more transparent than that. Mm-hmm. But I heard this clinking like metal knocking together. Mm-hmm. Um, and footsteps. Um, like boots. Uh-huh. Right? But all I saw was the top half mm-hmm. of what seemed to be a soldier. Like in an old-timey historic uniform. Mm-hmm. Right? And I stand there and I froze. And I just... And it was like, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it was like hard, like you could see it, but it was hard to see. Um, mm-hmm. But you, the noise, I will never you forget approach the noise. It? I stood there and he kept, he kept walking yeah. towards me. He, he had like a, a mustache beard mm-hmm. type thing. Um, Goatee. Kind of. Like it did not connect in the bottom. Mm. Like the mustache came mustache. down. Yeah, but it, it came down the sides of okay. his cheeks. Um some some Civil War esque facial hair. Thing. Sure, sure. Um, he had like relatively middle length hair. It was straight, mm-hmm. um, and just kept walking. And within probably as soon as I saw him, uh, it was as soon as he was gone. He probably walked ten feet down the hallway and was gone. Mm. Interesting. And so, uh, what were you doing in Bailey's room at uh three thirty three in the morning? We were studying. I said it was finals. Oh, you were studying. We, we were shooting the shit. Mm, I see. Damn. Yeah. I was thinking maybe some psychedelics. No, 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 no. That's a no illicit drugs of any kind. No alcohol. Nothing. I will say I have Sobers heard. Could be. When it comes I was to exhausted because yeah. I hadn't slept the night before. No. But I don't think that was it. Yeah. I mean, that's fascinating, man. Uh, and I have another one. Okay. I, I didn't know if we wanted to dissect that one fully before. I, I'd like to hear the other one as well okay um so second so second year in this building so the first one took place sophomore year uh-huh. okay this was junior year mm-hmm. so i had this experience i told people about it and i was upstairs second floor yeah um and i never had an experience like that again that was first semester f- sophomore year uh-huh. right and uh it was the finals right before christmas break um, and so junior year, um, it is my last night ever being in this building, mm-hmm. um, day before my last exam, it was an exam in English with Cole Hamilton. He went to Harvard as a religion to get his like religion degree or mm-hmm. something. Um, he lived in the building. We had like faculty members who lived in the building. Okay. Um, Kind of because we're high schoolers and we need a right, little bit and also oversight. it's like a boarding school and yeah, gotta be around. Yeah, know. that's like a typical boarding school yeah, type move. Yeah. And so there was this other guy that lived in the building named Lou Sisto. Lou Sisto was the uh, he was in charge of like the chapel and like the choir, and he did music classes in mm-hmm. at Macaulay. And he lived in the building, and he was also moving out. So um, all the r- there were like rooms in the basement. And there was like a whole tunnel system under Macaulay mm-hmm. that used to be like nuclear or like bunkers. Interesting. It's not for like the snow. No, 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 no. no. Okay. It's like it was when it was built as a military school, they built bunkers underneath um, that connected most of the campus. Okay. Well, not the newer parts of campus, but most of the older dorms. Right. Um, underneath. So you could go. And I know if you've never been to Macaulay, it's hard to picture, but we had the chapel on one side of campus, and then where I lived was kind of in the center, 
but was at one point the edge of the old campus. Okay. So you could go underground all the way from the chapel to where I lived. Okay. Um, this is the same dorm as where you experienced the first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so my roommate um, had left. This was – there were three people staying like that night on the downstairs hall. And we were just kind of messing around um, in the basement. There was an old bathroom that's usually locked that uh, I think some of the faculty used for storage. But it was unlocked because Lou's sister was moving out. And we go in there, and uh, there was this kid named William Turnipseed. Um, he had moved out as well, but he was the one who had been in there before. Um, and we go in the bathroom, and in the bathroom... In the stall, there's two chairs. Mm-hmm. The toilet's been removed. <coughs> Make that clear. Okay. There's two chairs. One chair, each chair facing each other, and then sitting in one chair is a Ouija board. Oh. <laughs> and um, hanging above the two chairs is the oculus of the Ouija board by a string. It's hanging by a string tied together. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so we're like, and the Oculus, that's like the eye that you, you hold uh, over it that like, yes, or whatever, yes. allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's how you talk to the spirits. Yeah. Now I, I had heard some stories about some kids using a Ouija board in the dorm before to try and contact the spirit. This con, the spirit's name was Willix. That's mm-hmm. what they said. Willix is the man that you have. I, I'm going to, in my mind, assume that Willix is your, the guy that I saw, the guy that you saw. Uh, that's what I think too, but I don't know. <laughs> I would assume so. Yeah, right. yeah. They uh, they asked Willix how old he was, and all he said was old. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really know. And so, Cole Hamilton, we we were like, oh, like that's kind of weird. Like, what the fuck is that doing down here? Who was using this? Yeah. And so we go, and I'm like, yo, Cole, check this out, because Cole was like also kind of a homie. Yeah. And so, I show him. Um. <laughs> um. So I uh I saw I went and showed him and he said ooh like nah like we don't deal with this like whatever like <laughs> yeah I, I do not fuck with Ouija boards yeah yeah so he grabbed it and took it outside and broke it over his knee oh shit I think that's probably bad luck that's what I think <laughs> too and I don't think you're supposed to dispose of Ouija boards and. Like that burned the edges so it could never be put back together because that's what he was like that's what you're supposed to do i was like i don't think you're supposed to do that at all i think you're supposed (laughs) to fucking leave it alone but yeah um damn so i was like all right and so we showed lou sisto yeah and i bet wait this guy the first guy's name was what cole cole i bet cole was fucking terrified because you'd already seen a ghost and i assume you've told cole that you've seen the ghost uh yeah cole's like i don't fuck with ghosts i think i told him i don't I don't remember, honestly, if I told him. I assume yeah. I told him. Yeah. Kind of just because he lived near it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, dude, I saw this. Have you seen something like that? And he's like, no, I haven't. But, like, he uh, he was also he was also one of those guys, like, ghosts aren't real, man. Right, right. But, like, also broke the Ouija board. But also broke the, who was terrified of the Ouija board. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, no. Like, no I mean, like, I'm definitely in the camp of, like, ghosts aren't real, but I'm not I'm not going to talk to I'm not going to break a Ouija I'm board. Gonna, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he breaks the Ouija board, burns it, and we show it to Lou's sister, and Lou's sister's like, oh, no, 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 like, why did y'all do that? Yeah, right. And I was like, what do you mean, You're Lou? Like, like, what do you mean, y'all? Like, I, yeah, I, didn't, I, was like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do this. I was like, hey, uh, just for the record, guys, I didn't do this. Yeah. That was him. Yeah. Um, but Lou was like, y'all don't know what y'all just did. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, what do you mean y'all, Lou? Like, stop, stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Not me. He's like, he was just saying you guys have like uh, unco- yeah, yeah. uncovered something you didn't mean to. And we were just like, all right, whatever, man. You're just this you're old, messing with us. You're just this old guy messing with us. And like, we talked to him a little bit, and he shared some like ghost stories he had experienced in the chapel. Uh. And it was like cool dude, and all. Fuck your haunted ass school, dude. That sounds terrifying. It was cool and all, but I was like, ah, whatever, Lou. Like, yeah, you're just messing with me. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I go to bed. Mm-hmm. No one's staying in my room. There's three people in my hall, and uh, I'm not. I don't think anything of it. Like it was just like a, a normal night at Macaulay. Yeah. Just unearthing a Ouija board, you know that kind of shit. Yeah. Angering <laughs> spirits. And um, so I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I wake up at 2.17. Mm. I remember the time because I looked right at my clock. Yeah. And I don't know why I woke up. Because the spirit I, was waking ass up. But yeah. I was just awake. My door was locked also because like I was like, you know how like you're fully unpacked from your room except your bed? Yeah. Because like you're about to leave yeah. tomorrow. But in like, so your wall, your room is really echoey. Yeah. And it's like empty and scary. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's exactly how it was. And um, I wake up. And I hear um, what sound. So my the halls were concrete. Yeah, like that painted kind of ugly yeah, concrete. Yeah, like in, at Furman. Yeah, like yeah. at Furman, like just older dorm style. Yeah. Um, and I hear metal scratching against concrete. Mm. But it's like multiple pieces of metal. Yeah. It sounds like someone with metal nails. Yeah. Like scratching against the concrete. Okay. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You mean metal it, nails on concrete? Yeah. yeah. And a girl, like mm. a child girl, uh-huh. laughing. All boys school. All boys school. Yeah. No girls, like no child, no girl children lived in the dorm. Right. Um, laughing and walking down the hall. Yeah. Like skipping. It sounded like skipping. So I hear metal nails, a girl laughing and skipping down the hall. And I hear it get closer and closer and closer. Until it reaches my room, mm-hmm. and my and I'm sitting up in my bed. <laughs> yeah, like, you like. I'm like full on covers, <laughs> yeah. like pulled up, like I'm terrified. Yeah, it was two twenty one. Okay, so it, yeah. it moved slowly. Four minutes had elapsed. Yeah, yeah, it moved slowly, but it, like it hadn't been going down the hallway that long. Uh huh. Like I think it started at like two nineteen or something. Yeah. Um. I remember the time was 2.21. I don't remember what time it started, to be honest. I remember I woke up at 2.17. I remember it was 2.21 when it's like reached my door. Yeah. And um, my doorknob jiggled, mm. stopped, because I locked my door, mm-hmm. uh, and then shook again, mm-hmm. and then a big sl- like slap, like a yeah. bang against the door. Yeah. And then it continued down the hall. Mm-hmm. Um. It's and then, probably that guy, right? <laughs> it's probably Lou. I mean, I don't, I don't. <laughs> he was like, "This is funny." They break the Ouija board. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> and I I'm asked, mess with them. And yeah. I said, "Hey," like I asked the other people that were sleeping, and I was like, "Hey, did y'all hear anything last night?" They're like, "Yeah," like we heard like metal mm-hmm. going, to, and they were not with us when we did the Ouija board thing. They're like, right. "Yeah, we heard metal." Because the guy who broke the Ouija board was fucking with you. Nah, I don't, <laughs> dude. I don't think. Did so. Did you ask the guy who broke the Ouija board about it? Uh. I asked him, like, in passing, like, very casually. Dude, like, find out a way to contact those two people and ask them if they did it. Because I'm willing to bet Cole that Hamilton. it was one of them. There's right. just... I'll email him right after this podcast. Because I don't think ghosts are supposed to be able to interact with the physical world. 
only the spiritual world. So they can't necessarily hurt you. Like they can influence you and the energy around you yeah. or some, something like that. But I don't think that they're supposed to be able to interact. With but the isn't it like, like the second law of third thermodynamics is like ghosts can't technically exist. I read something one time. I mean, like, like that's sci- my belief, like right? Scientifically, <laughs> like ghosts are unable to exist. Yeah, because you can't have energy without. But like, energy. I mean, like that's a. Uh, but, but like Riley has a uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. So when he he'll like wake up in like ten minutes or like five minutes or something, he like is awake but can't move. Yeah, and then like you and like demons will show up or something. Yeah, like and that, like you're still in technically like a dream state. Right, so which like is why I believe that it's like that's what that it's like you're in a dream state but, so your body. But your you're seeing reality but you're in a dream state. Right. And that's um have you ever seen The Haunting of Hill House? No. I don't oh, know which horror movies. That's a horror T V show. Mm. And I would ten out of ten recommend it. Yeah. Luke and I uh did a very heavy Luke is uh my other roommate. For those of you all that don't know, did a very heavy in-depth analysis of the, the show, mm-hmm. um, and it is both a commentary on mental illness as well as ghosts themselves, and I found it fascinating. It was just, it was incredible. It was an incredible TV show. I would absolutely recommend. Interesting. Hmm. Well, uh, the Willicks thing at the beginning definitely sounded a little compelling, I'll agree, I'll admit, but the whole... Uh, Key. It sounds like somebody had their keys and they put their keys against the. It, no, no, it didn't sound like keys. Like, this is Cambridge. It sounded thicker. He could have had something. Because I've scratched my keys across the concrete. The concrete, and I know what that sounds like. It yeah. did not. It sounded like something, like pushed like nails. harder. I mean, like yeah. I would say like like nails, mm-hmm. but like pushed harder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I without doing it, like without having like some nails. Yeah. And showing you. But it sounded like nails I, on. I cannot I mean, accurately like, I, describe. I kind of understand what you're saying. Imagine nails on a chalkboard, and it but doesn't nails, really sound like, like. And it doesn't really sound. That's not what keys like on concrete no. sound yeah. like. So I get what you're saying. Um, like thicker metal. Yeah. That's interesting, though. That definitely sounds like. Well, I guess the the counterpoint would be the angered spirit from the breaking of the Ouija board. Yeah, but uh, that's what I think or thought. And uh, so his kid's name was William Turn- Turnipseed that used the Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. So, William Turnipseed, if you're out there listening to this, mm-hmm. screw you, man. Yeah. Wow. Um. Mm. Personally, don't believe in ghosts. Well, let's let's talk about it. like what do you think of the stories? What do you think about the first one? I th- I find some validity, I guess. Perhaps I'm not gonna write off the first one because that's just like damn <laughs> you know like there's not really an explanation for it the second one i could see somebody like fucking with you like i could see myself doing that where i'm like all right these kids broke a ouija board i'm gonna go fuck with them a little bit and make it seem like i'm a ghost on this board yeah or yeah. doing whatever um so i'd have to uh say that i kind of doubt the second one i think you should reach out to those two guys though Oh, well, I'll email them after this. T- I'll I'm tell sure the story. And, uh, you can find them on Facebook. DM them on Instagram, something like that. Yeah. Social world. Um, but um, I do know someone else who recently had an uh, encounter with the otherworldly, I guess. And she was becoming, like, sick. And she was seeing, uh, like, orbs and things were, like, moving. And it was alleged Who is that this? Her name is Melissa. Uh, she went to high school with me. Okay. She's friends she with tell she you When did she tell you about this? Uh, I heard about it over winter break. Winter break? Yeah. But um, 
she, it happened to her this past semester. Um, okay. The house she was living in was haunted. Uh, but uh, it was very interesting because she was telling me about how um, she met basically a bunch of psychics yeah. in a lot of ways, which uh, they could tell that she was being like haunted is so what they said. So if you don't believe in like ghosts, do you believe in like tarot card readings and things <laughs> like that? That's chance. Yeah, I agree with that. You one. know, I mean, yeah. like that's that's my problem with the ghosts is that See, I'm too invested in science uh, to believe that kind of stuff. That's part of the problem I have is like it's, I don't believe I don't want to believe in ghosts, but I've experienced things that I cannot explain. Yeah, and I've had moments where I'm like, by all rights of logic and reasoning what just happened to me should not have happened to me but i do know that i mean like it's a world of chance and probability yeah and there's a possibility that things are going to happen and sometimes things are going to happen you're like wow Hmm. but i mean there's no probability in which you see a ghost you know what i'm saying yeah it's not like oh then what did i see no that's what what i'm saying it's like there's no chance that these particles happen to appear in this manner that made sound you know i didn't hear Nothing and like see this at the same time. Right, like, right. how did those two correspond? I'm definitely much more compelled by your first story than your second story. Um, but maybe there are just people out there who have a gift, and there are people out there who do not have it. Sure, I do believe in aliens, though. I think it's just uh, a little bit. Wait, so what happened to Melissa? Like, was she okay? So she had to get rid of. Uh, there were like two objects, two of which were haunting her. And it was them together, really. It was like it had to do with a mirror and a lamp, and the was uh, it like the uh, the movie Oculus, where like the lamp wouldn't let you get rid of it or destroy it? Yeah, yeah. It was like you couldn't destroy it. You weren't supposed to destroy it or something in the presence of like the spirit in the house. What the? But fuck? she, yeah, she had to chills. take it away. My brother went and helped her destroy it. She, they had to take it to like New Haven, and uh, she goes to school in Connecticut too, so they're about an hour away, and um. But she was, like, sick. Like, she was getting, like, ill. Like, she was literally ill because of this, uh, which she uh, attributed to her haunting. But she would see a black orb is what hers manifested as. And I've heard a couple of people who talk about ghost experience talk about orbs. Have you ever done a ghost tour in Savannah? You can see orbs. Interesting. Yeah. Questionable. I I agree. Maybe we should go. (laughs) Take a a salmon cam on the road. Salmon cam on the road. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Ghosts. We'll do a vlog. It'll be a vlog. Ah, I'm okay. Ghost hunters. I'm not a vlogger. Yeah. I'm a podcaster. I'm a, I like if I'm at a party mm-hmm. and someone's like, oh, like I'm doing a vlog. Yeah. Well, no. If someone's like, oh, like oh, like I was a part. Like I respect that. But someone's like, oh, I love their vlogs. I love like their vlogs. I lose a lot of respect <laughs> for you as a person. It's like the like, same thing, but with video. I feel like I uh, let much less. I don't know. I ha- I feel like there's a stigma around podcasts that is so much more academic, mm-hmm. and, and there's a stigma losing. around vlogs that are much more it's like, like for children. Like, but like, what's his name? The uh, Cody Co. No, like the first vlog, <coughs> Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Yeah. Whenever I think of vlogging, I think of Jake Paul. Yeah, that is a stigma for sure. <laughs> and when I think of podcasts, I think of like NPR. Yeah. And like Radio Planet shows, Money. Yeah. And things like that. And I'm like, that's pretty respectable. That's respectable. Or the Joe Rogan experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not as respectable, but. Right. But, hey, what you going to do about that? Uh, Sam and Cam, you know, intellectual things. So you believe in aliens, though? Mm-hmm. And that's mostly because of that whole chance and probability aspect of how, like, things that I believe in. Um, 
Because I think that I mean the universe is constantly expanding and it's huge, and there's just no way that. But it's also no also life out there. Is it? So I'm not an astrologist. I'm not an astronomer. Yeah. It's always expanding, but is it also always collapsing? Like, are there parts that are being destroyed and there are parts that are being created? Because like. If you believe in like certain laws of the science, like mm-hmm. there's only a certain amount of matter out there. So if something is being created, something also has to be destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. There's only a, well, a set amount of energy. Expanding in, the, if I could totally be wrong about this, <laughs> and this is why I probably shouldn't be talking about it because I'm a business major. Um, yeah, and I'm an economic. Right. We have nothing to do with this. I think it's more about like it's expanding in the sense that like if you go, like it's not going to end. It's so infinite. Like, it's infinite. That's how it's expanding. But how? Because but if it's infinite, it has to be expanding. Yes, I agree. Um, but like, if there's only a certain amount of matter and there's only a certain amount of energy, how can it constantly be expanding? That's what I want explained. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do think that, I don't know, maybe black holes is part of it because that's like combustion and it's like the destruction of uh, mass in a way. I think. I don't know. That's my hypothesis. But even if it's not, it's fucking huge <laughs> yeah it is we know massive. that it's huge and there's just no way that there's so what no happens if a guy anywhere. gets in a rocket ship mm-hmm. right yeah we can send elon musk up there sure and we just pack him full of food and fuel yeah and we just say go yeah he would go until he dies yeah but like what we do you think he, he would discover fuel exactly i know he doesn't need fuel i think people have done i mean like i don't think people have done that there's got to be somebody who went into space and was like i we're doing it full send like full send space. <laughs> just let's go um you probably you just go to new planets i mean we're discovering new planets all the time i just yeah. saw something that was like an intern turn saw Did, yeah, i yeah. we all, were you how'd you see it snapchat ah uh, see i saw it on the instagram explore page mm. have we talked about this already yeah we have how you love the instagram explore page i think that was in our it was in our first episode it was in our first i thought it might have been in our second yeah, it was in our first. we talked about social media and for me uh. etc I love the Instagram Explorer page. Yeah, I know you do. It's got all your favorite things. It does. It's curated. It is purely curated. I just might have a job at the Furman Farm. I'm sorry. I I need a job, man. (laughs) I need some Uh, source of income. There's like, there are jobs on campus. I saw something that that was like work needed. Some odd jobs. It was just on, they have them on whiteboards around campus. They'll just be like, but I need like, Every week from this time to this time, this time I'm going to work here. Yeah. And like, how bad is the Furman Farm? I got to be real. It's not bad. It's cold right now. It's really cold. So that's your boss is like not uh, the most on top of it in a lot of ways. And it's hard to get paid. Is it hard to get paid? That was what my real issue is. I liked actually, I liked my boss. It was just hard to get paid. I didn't get paid until like four weeks after I finished working there. And I worked there for a month and a half. But if Blake Dickerson, are you in work day already? Uh, yes, I am. Then you should be fine. Huh. Um, but it's a cool experience, that's for sure. We have a very unique farm here. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. I, I think it'd be really cool to experiment with the hydroponics. Yeah, I don't know if they ever finished that, really. Well, I'd, I'd like to finish it, honestly, because my mom is uh, setting up a greenhouse right now on our, mm-hmm. our, on our at our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. And so I want, I want to take her some knowledge about some hydroponics yeah yeah very cool yeah, yeah my brother when he started working on a farm he brought home hella information for my mom to use in our I'm sure yarden <laughs> is it yard garden yep <laughs> the yarden um i'm sure she loved the ecosystem that. she did she thought she was over the moon we have a 
bat house that no bats have inhabited. Oh, dude, we have we used to have a bat house. We still, I mean, it's still there. Just I don't think any bats live there. Yeah, and it would be so cool. We'd watch all the bats. I there. used to have. So, oh man, do I have a bat story for you? Yeah. Um. So we used to have bats in our shutters, <laughs> like all. That's, that's terrifying. Yeah, in the back of the shutters, and what they're, they, will eventually get into the house mm. and then it's like becomes a real issue because <laughs> it's like hardest and that they have like rabies <laughs> yeah i think and it's also hard as fuck to get rid of them yeah and so my dad said like uh before they get into the house and they like eat away the paint on the house mm. we want to get them out of the shutters mm-hmm. so we just open the shutters because then they can't then it's not dark back there yeah, during yeah, the day like, and they don't oh, want to sleep there yeah um so my dad one day uh it was raining and he said, all right, Cam, like, let's go open the shutters. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so we have this second-story window. And he'd opened all the other shutters. He's like, I need your help with this one. Mm. And I was like, all right. We were, gonna, we were taking, actually, we were taking the shutters off. Okay. So the bats couldn't, like, absolutely not go there anymore. Because when we, let, we, when we opened them, mm-hmm. the wind would blow them closed and the mm. bats would go back. Yeah. Um, and so we were taking them off. And I said, all right, like. So we got this giant pool, like stick, like skimmer, yeah, to knock the shutters open because they're like hinged closed. Like there's a little piece of metal mm-hmm. that's like twisted up, yeah, so they stay closed up against yeah. the wall. So you had to like knock that piece of. How metal high loose. up off the ground are these? This is second story. Second story. Okay. So twenty feet, mm-hmm. right? Is that? Yeah, call it twenty feet. Let's Eight, call it eighteen. You know? Yeah, eighteen, twenty feet. Something along those lines. Um, it means. Window height Far enough for, for you to need to use a uh, a, a very thing. tall pool skimmer. Yeah. Um, and this, and this is, is in Atlanta. This is in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. On okay. yeah, on the mountain. And so, because like where I live is like pretty wooded and rural, and mm-hmm. not rural, but like pretty wooded and it's Chattanooga. Yeah, kind of set back. Yeah. Um, and so. I knock the first one off and like 30 bats fall down and fly away. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, like a lot, but yeah. not s- scary. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't like fall a lot. And I, I'm kind of predisposing what's going to happen. Yeah. But, um, so the next time, the next shutter, I knock it open and like a couple of bats, like 10, mm-hmm. like fall and fly away. Mm-hmm. Like obviously they're being woken up. So they like, yeah. fall a little bit and they f- like oh, wake man. up and yeah, I gotta fly, get out of yeah, here. fly away. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's all of them. That was easy. Like, yeah. let's go get these shutters. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I like swing the shutter open, and I shit you not, seventy to hundred bats <laughs> start <laughs> falling. Oh my god! Directly towards me, and I will never forget the noise I made. The most primal like scream. <laughs> I dropped oh. the pool skimmer all over our air conditioner and oh. generator. And I just take off, <laughs> and my so dad funny. was standing like thirty feet away, and he started running, and, <laughs> and these bats just start because they start falling directly towards yeah. me, and it scares. That's terrifying. The There's life nothing scarier than like an unfamiliar animal. Yeah, like Elliot Davies, um, one of our fraternity brothers, has a hedgehog. Yeah, it's very cute. The name's Irwin. I went to visit Irwin for the first time. And I was terrified the whole time. I was like, I don't know what you're going to do. Like, they're not, he's not really pricking me, but he's also not, it doesn't feel great. And yeah. I have no clue what, what's going to happen. Teeth? Can, do they they bite te- you? can they bite me? And I, I like, had a hamster bite me one time. It hurt. Yeah, man. Like it's crazy. Dickens. And you're like, well, I can't trust this animal. Yeah. You know, it has no mental capacity to understand that I'm, <laughs> I'm not an enemy, but I'm a friend. 
Yeah, no, bats are just scary, like, yeah, especially true. with the whole vampire thing. And I mean, they're just, they're just rats that can fly, yeah. right? And the, yeah, it's not like people are like, oh, I love rats. Oh, yeah. so, so we have chickens. Um, and <laughs> chickens and, well, the we have rats, too, because we have chickens. Yeah. And uh, the rats like to eat eggs, and they, produce, they they like to eat the food, which is really the thing. And that's like a serious threat to our chickens and our home. Snakes? They you got rats. rat snakes? No, and that's hard because the snakes will eat the chickens, too. Will they? Rat snakes so. will eat chickens. I don't know about rat snakes, uh, but I don't think we don't have rat snakes regardless. Yeah. Um, but we will have. Uh, this is a, a horrible story. But we <laughs> will. Um, we have traps, and occasionally the rat won't, you know, get killed by the trap, and or uh, they won't. Yeah, they'll, they'll just live around. And I've seen my mom grab a rat <laughs> with a pair of tongs and then drown it in a bucket, and that is one of the things that you're like. That's like a, a scarring moment, low key, to just watch a, someone kill a, a rat like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's absolutely terrifying and um, barbaric, but One it gives you a little more empathy for those for oh those yeah. creatures. One of the saddest things I think I've ever watched was uh, senior year. Mm-hmm. We had a mice infestation in my dorm, mm. and we had these like sticky mouse traps. Yeah, and I don't those know if you've ever seen sticky mouse traps. Yeah, they're not very humane. They're terrible. Yeah. And so my roommate set him out, and I didn't know that he set him out because <laughs> I didn't know we had a mice problem. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I come back to my room, and there's a mouse stuck in one. Yeah. And I tried so hard <laughs> to, to get free him, out. him yeah. outside. And, it, yeah, it, was it doesn't the, work like it, that. Honestly, it scarred me. It was yeah. one of the hardest things yeah. I think I've ever watched. Terrifying. I walked away a different man. Mm-hmm. Well, it's r- tough because we've tried the whole humane things, but then there, there are rats that are like too smart for the humane option, or they just like the shock won't kill them and yeah. they come back stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went Super with rat. the good old. What's the? Uh, have you seen? Oh man, you don't watch movies. Have you seen a James Bond movie? Which one? Oh, the, one of the newer ones. Probably not them. Okay, I haven't seen James. There's Bond this one time. story um, about these. Like there's a an island, uh, and I'll just tell the story mm-hmm. in the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. There's an island filled with rats, and there's this guy that wants to get all the rats off the island. So he builds a rat trap, and in the form of like where the rats get stuck in mm-hmm. a like a bucket, mm-hmm. right? And he says, "Well, what do you do? Well, you don't just get rid of the rats. You just wait. You let the rats get hungry." Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and like in the bucket on somebody's mm-hmm. stomach. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Like just they were talking about medieval torture. Or no, but that's that is a way. That's I think. horrifying, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, you let the rats get hungry, and then the rats start to, to eat, eat each, each other. other. Mm. Right. Not mm, but uh, like yeah. yeah, you understand. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, the rats start eating each other, mm-hmm. and then they keep eating each other until there's one rat left. And then what do you do with that rat? Let it go. Let it go. And then it eats the other rats? Because he no longer has a taste taste for... Oh, man. For food. That's horrifying. He has a taste for other rats. It's absolutely barbaric. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. That reminds me of a meme that was like uh, this guy would get huge packs of M&Ms. And he would run trials and tests of M&Ms where he would put them between his fingers and pinch. And whichever M&M cracked was the inferior M&M. And the M&M that stayed strong was a superior one. And he'd keep going through the bag of M&M's and determine which M&M's were stronger, which M&M's were weaker, collect data, stuff like that. Like the blue M&M's were strong. But he would take his final M&M yeah. and, um, 
he like the strongest Eminem he'd ever seen. And he he mailed it to the Eminem headquarters, and he was like, it had the note attached with his calculations and his data, and he was like, this is the strongest Eminem, and I would like you guys to look at it uh, in order to engineer stronger Eminems <laughs> and uh, much more superior Eminems. And I just thought that that meme was funny and relevant. <laughs> So what did did Eminem respond? Yeah, they gave him another bag of M&Ms and they said, "Thank you for uh, the work that you're doing. <laughs> We'd love <laughs> to hear about your next uh, trial. We'd love to hear about these M&Ms." Yeah. Um, what do you think about the mini M&Ms? Um, the mini M&Ms? Oh, they're just too easy to eat. Uh, but I mean, they taste like the regular M&Ms, but smaller. See, I think there's more chocolate per. Like, oh yeah, there's totally more chocolate. You take it a feels handful? like there's more. Yeah. Of regular M&M's, and you take a handful of minis, mm-hmm. and I think the handful of minis is a lot more chocolatey. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, it's interesting how stuff like that works. Yeah, there's probably someone who can explain it a lot better than us. Probably. There's a, they recently made a Snickers bar that was like 41,000 Snickers bars worth of a Snickers bar. That's the world's largest Snickers bar. I saw that on Snapchat. Too. That's kind of gross. <laughs> I know, right? Who's um, gonna eat? It's a waste of food. It's well, a waste of food. It's like I listened to. Uh, for, uh, oh, I know. There's two things I would like to say before mm-hmm. we go. I think we're gonna start wrapping it up here yeah. soon. But uh, the person I would want to play me, yeah, if I was in a movie, mm-hmm. I think would be Urgers Elba. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Nope. Um, look him up okay. while I'm making my other point. Um, I was listening to a comedian named Hannibal Burris. I think he's yeah. I, I saw Hannibal Burris live at Bonnaroo. Really? Yeah. He's funny. He's a funny guy. Oh yeah. And he was talking about how like one day we're not going to be able to bring full size Snicker bars on airplanes. <laughs> okay. Right. And he was making the point like, um, making the point like what happens if I just bring two or three fun size Snickers and right. that's equivalent to one Snickers. Yeah. It's fascinating how uh, <laughs> math with food works. Cause that's Urgis Oh, that would be perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, now, a, he's a who he plays something. I don't, I don't remember what characters he plays. It's always interesting because when somebody offers you, you know, when they had that bowl of candy out. And there's a bunch of fun size like bars. Halloween? Yeah, not I mean, yeah, but like when you go to an office and they have candy in the bowl. Yeah, it's like if you really wanted a full size Snickers bar, you could, you just, could just scavenge one. Out you know, the do bowl. they make full size uh, Starburst? What the fuck are you talking about? Star a uh, Starburst is Starburst. But like, okay, so you know how they make like a, a fun size Snickers is fun size Snickers. Do no, no, no. There's a unit of Snickers, <laughs> Snickers, right? There's a, a full bar, and that's then there's fair, fun size. There's there's Starburst, and then there are other Starbursts. So, Urgis Elba is in Thor, Ragnarok, Beasts of No Nation, uh, The Losers. I might have seen The Losers. That seems like something he could have been in. He's um, Coach Ernie Amez in NBA 2K20. <laughs> he's in Fast and Furious. I haven't seen any of these or played. He play, He's Luther. Uh. <laughs> it's a TV show. It's a TV show. Um, Interesting. What other? Yeah, he's in a, some Avengers movies. I think I think I would get Urges to play me. You get Sean White to play you, dude. I would play Sean. See, White. I tried to tag you in an Instagram post uh, as Sean. Sean White, and I tagged the wrong Sean White. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did see that. I thought that was funny. All well, right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us on our second rendition of airing of grievances. Mm-hmm. I'm Sam. And I'm Cam. Thank you for tuning in.